This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 22nd, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Biden's incomplete agenda. Economists slam cattle bill. Biden's incomplete report card. Happy Earth Day. The White House is using today to tout the administration's efforts to address climate change. President Biden, who pledged one year ago to have U.S. carbon emissions by 2030, launched the most ambitious environmental and climate agenda in history, the White House says in its Earth Day proclamation. That's inarguable, but when it comes to agriculture, that agenda is decidedly incomplete. The proclamation notes the President's America the Beautiful pledge to conserve 30% of U.S. land by 2030. But USDA has been struggling just to maintain enrollment in the Conservation Reserve Program, much less expand it. Meanwhile, President Biden's Build Back Better bill is dead in the Senate, leaving in limbo billions in new funding for climate-related ag practices. Biden's bright spot? Well, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack will be using his Commodity Credit Corporation to fund a series of climate-smart commodity projects. Economists. Modified cattle bill retains major flaws. Seven economists from major land-grant universities say the latest version of the Senate cattle market reform bill continues to pose major problems for the industry. The economist two-page commentary provided to the Senate Agriculture Committee Minority Staff says the bill, quote, is attempting to solve a problem that does not exist. They go on to say the bill, quote, offers zero benefits for fed cattle markets and imposes many millions of dollars of additional cost, added risk, and lost value. The exact cost will depend on details of implementation, but the cost is minimally hundreds of millions of dollars, resulting in lower feeder cattle prices and higher consumer beef prices. The economists say that because of the way the bill is written, USDA will likely, quote, use political objectives, not economic efficiency, as a guiding principle in determining mandated levels of cash trades required by the bill. Now, take note, a spokesperson for one of the bill's lead sponsor, Deb Fisher, the Nebraska Republican, says the economist misstated some facts about the bill. The spokesperson said several of the economists, quote, whose state price discovery is not an issue, have provided suggestions on improving price discovery. Grassley, I've got the votes. A co-sponsor of the cattle bill believes he has the necessary support to pass in the Senate. Senator Chuck Grassley, the Iowa Republican, says Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan has assured him Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York is willing to put the bill on the floor. At least 10 Republicans would be needed to get the 60 votes necessary to pass the Senate. A Senate Ag Committee hearing on the bill is scheduled for Tuesday. Glickman, food security needs government focus. Former Agriculture Secretary Dan Glickman says the federal government needs to put a more coordinated focus on addressing food security, an issue that's getting renewed attention because of the war in Ukraine. 
We have a special envoy on climate change. We have a special envoy that will try to bring the government together through all the agencies of government. We don't really have that here. I'd like to see USDA take a higher profile role. I think it is the agency most equipped to handle this issue, Glickman said during an interview for this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. While the war has made food security a higher priority issue among the countries of the world, there are many moving pieces to consider, and that's where having a special envoy would help, he said. Newmakers, newsmakers will be posted at agripulse.com today. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. Edge believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. U.S. and E.U. prep for WTO ministerial. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai and European Commission Executive Vice President Valdez Dombrovskis used a Thursday meeting in Washington to discuss plans for the upcoming World Trade Organization ministerial meeting in June, the two leaders told reporters yesterday. One primary U.S. goal shared by the U.S., EU, Canada, and Japan for WTO reform is the creation of more transparency when it comes to export restrictions, market access, price supports, and other subsidies. The 12th Ministerial Conference, or MC12, will provide a key opportunity for nations to ensure the relevance and importance of the WTO, Dombrovskis said. China leads the way in imports for U.S. corn, soy, and sorghum. China was the top purchaser and importer of U.S. corn, soybeans, and sorghum for the second week of April. That according to the latest data from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. China purchased 675,000 metric tons of corn, 496,000-plus tons of soybeans, and 11,400 tons of sorghum in the week of April 8-14 to 14 for delivery in the 21-22 market a year, that according to the FAS report. The USDA agency also reported sales to China of 340,000 tons of corn and 669,000 tons of soybeans for the 22-23 market a year. As to fiscal exports, U.S. shipped 402,000-plus tons of corn, 204,000 tons of soybeans, and almost 281,000 tons of sorghum to China during that seven-day period. U.S. Customs denies pot shipments to Brits. The U.S. prizes its ability to export agriculture commodities, but not marijuana. U.S. Customs and Border Protection said yesterday it blocked shipments of 150 pounds of U.S.-grown marijuana that was en route to the U.K. There were likely a lot of upset Brits who were unable to properly partake 
in the 420-day observance after CBP officers intercepted a crazy amount of London-bound wacky weed this weekend at Washington Dulles International Airport, the agency said. CBP officers intercepted 80 parcels of Golden State ganja, 15 parcels of Las Vegas reefer, and 5 parcels of Sensmanella from Seattle. Now take note, 420 Day is an unofficial holiday to celebrate marijuana. Here's today's He Said It. I'd be more worried about the Republican chairman of the committee not wanting to move it out of committee. That Senator Chuck Grassley would ask what would happen to his cattle bill on the Senate floor in 2023 if it doesn't make it out of the Senate this year and Republicans win the Senate majority. Senator John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican, is in line to take the Ag Committee gavel if the chamber changes hands. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 22nd, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.